everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 491. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And Audition decided to give me the middle finger while I tried to hit the record button just now. Oops. Yeah, usually what I have to do is remove last week's edits, save, and prep it and just hit the record button. It's not letting me do it this time. So what I'm going to have to do at the end of the show is download this week's uh, stream, edit, and post. It's just an extra 5-10 minutes, but you know. Anywho, um, before we begin... Um, how is everybody doing tonight? I opened my last wick- liquid death just now. Is that stuff any good? Oh yeah, it's very good. Alright. Anybody else? I'm freaking tired. Oh, I know what I'm feeling. I would love a nap, but a nap turns into sleep for me, so... Right now, <laughs> and, and then you're going to give Mako chan the great idea of sleep as well. I'm like, y'all can't sleep now, not now. I can't carry this by myself. <laughs> I tried oh, to take a nap you. after work, it didn't work. I've seen you when you nap, it, it never does work. <laughs> My naps go from zero to like a hundred in like 0.2 seconds. If I nap, I wake up at 2 a.m. and go. Uh, going back to sleep now. And then I go back to bed. I, I mean, I have found myself, like, during the middle of the day, like, uh, like napping. If I know somebody's streaming at a certain time, I will kind of chill and relax beforehand. But it just doesn't work at, as I want it to. So, you know. It's I, 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 basically, uh, I try. And then it's like, I wake up and I'm just like, oh, right. I was supposed to have been up a few hours ago. Whoops. So. Yeah, I set myself an alarm just in case I actually fell asleep. And yeah, that didn't work. So basically, Damien pouncing on your head didn't work? No, actually, he was right next to me. Like, right next to my head, purring. Mm-hmm. So that actually was lulling me to sleep, but I could not actually fall asleep. And now I have a huge headache. <laughs> well, we already knew that Damien was such a headache, but you didn't have to say that about him. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I'd love to have a cat in my apartment, but uh, all things considered, you know, just not worth it. Nah, I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. Anywho, we are live tonight, week of March 23rd, 2021, right here live on Twitch TV. You can find us here every Tuesday from 9.30 to 11 here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network, and you'll definitely find them at vognetwork.com, as well as Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. They kick things off on Sunday with the Bobby Blackwolf Show starting at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. 
And don't forget, we also have a Discord. We're kind of advertising it there in our chat there. So come by and hang out with us. And if you're not seeing it, it's uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Vogue Network has their own channel. So come by, hang out, post some news. We greatly appreciate that. So now we got that up and going. We'll start things off with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, well, it's just been, uh, you know, enjoying the vacation as much as I can. And uh, the two extra days have off, as it were, uh, aren't going to prepare, really prepare me for the fact that I have to go back into work tomorrow and work five days straight, mm. which could turn into more depending on what my schedule looks like for next week. Because uh, we're given our schedules in seven-week blocks, right. as it were, and, uh, and mine run and this one runs out at the end of this week, so I have to get the next one when I go into work tomorrow. That's not so Like I bad. said, I uh, I exhausted my supply of liquid death, so I'll have to get more of that eventually. I'm still waiting on my uh, my last, uh, you know, my, my last uh, credit consolidation payment to go through, which is just, you know, mocking me as I, like, check my balance to see what I can and can't do for the rest of the week. Mm. So, I, I know that feeling all, all too well, so, you know. But uh, other than that, it's just been more, uh, you know, playing GTA online. I have, before the show started, I had to run out and uh, finish getting my stuff out of the dryer. My work clothes, the whites, which I kind of need. <laughs> oh, tr- trust me, I know that feeling. I went out and bought, like, extra, like, OxyClean, like, little drop-ins. And now I'm adding extras when I wash my clothes and stuff like that. So, yeah, I know that feeling. Yep. So, yeah, my week's been pretty blah, especially mm-hmm. since it was only two days since our last uh, our last episode. Oh, so true. So true. Uh, yeah. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? And welcome back to the show. Hi. Uh, yeah, uh, week and day and what I've been doing. Uh, same thing that I always do. Absolutely nothing. Mm. <laughs> I I go to work. I come home. I read. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. We uh, all know that's a fib, though, Mako, because we know you try to take over the world. No, I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. See, I told you they know you. She. I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, but seriously, as much as I really wish I could be brain, I am totally pinky. What's your so, best? Are you pondering what I'm pondering? In response, if Jimmy cracks corn and no one cares, why does he keep doing it? All right, that that that's a good one. That is my all-time favorite one, and the one that always pops up first anytime anybody asks that. You need Jesus. No, no, no. No, and the, you need Jesus more like, well, I think so, Bray, but where are we going to find 13 midget strippers at this hour? I think there was one. I think so, Brain, but where are we going to find pants in our size? Or lederhosen in our size, I think. Yes, that one. I think there was one. <laughs> I, I think so, Brain, but burlap chafes me so. Yes, that mm-hmm. was a good one, too. That was from AMB Hell, I remember. 
Or the one time where he goes, Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? He goes, yes, Brain, I actually am. I think it was at one time he they made they made uh, Pinky just as smart as Brain. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then Brain found out that he was too smart, so then made him dumb again, mm -hmm. so that Brain felt smart again. Fair enough. Because Pinky was actually smarter than him. <laughs> kind of sounds like high school if you think about it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was a day. <laughs> mm. uh, we worked more um, since we got the corset done for the Victorian uh, walking coordinate that I've been working on on my channel. Mm -hmm. uh, we finished up Orwell. So that, what a twist. Uh, there were lots of twists and turns and... Um, lots of things uh, that we went through as a group um, and I also we all also participated in ZenkaiCon this past weekend yep. so there was that and I actually was a lot busier than I thought I would be um, yeah I think I had like five events going on all weekend I don't know how I managed that but we did it um, yeah it was a pretty busy weekend to be honest so I, I, I give you props for that, Ichigo. Managing five panels like that. I think after three, they would just find me pass out on the floor here with a cup of coffee. And the mug would just be turned. And instead of a pool of blood, it's just be a, a pool of um, Columbia's finest roast. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's kind of how I was feeling. Um, because uh, with... I mean, thankfully, thankfully, they had us... The production quality, honestly, for this convention this yep. past weekend was awesome. I think they did a great job with the first time really focusing on production of an online event. Mm -hmm. Now, they did have their tech issues, which, you know, any big yeah, event yeah, like this trying to manage yeah, itself the, will. Yeah, perfectly honest, nothing's perfect. I mean, you're talking to yeah. somebody who worked at NBC Universal. I'm yeah. not saying I've seen technical mishaps, but... There are fallbacks in case things happen, and that's all I can yeah. say about that. But it also helps when you see other conventions doing streams, you kind of reach out to them for information. You take notes so you can kind of make things good for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and so because it was um, pre-recorded, mm -hmm. I was able to post um, my video. So I will post that, guys, for you in the chat. If Great. you want to learn about Resin 101 um, and, in general, all that fun stuff, let me post that here for you. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, like it was weirdly productive. So, you know, it was one of those things where you don't think that an online event is going to be as busy as it is mm -hmm. until you're like three quarters of the way in and you're like, well, I guess I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> so that was pretty much my weekend end days. Cool. Question mark. <laughs> so I and then you can't forget Respirator Senpai. Oh my gosh, Respirator Senpai, he is the dark horse, man. He all right, okay, okay, heart. okay. Go bada bada. Since I, all right, since I was working on our stream for the bulk of the weekend, so I'm, I basically was not able to watch. So give me a quick, quick summary of Respiratory Chan, okay? I, I need to know. All right, 
Quick summary. Okay, um, so I'm, I, okay, to keep people interacted at a con, like interacting and excited about a con, right? Mm -hmm. We all go to panels and every now and then, like you just, you fall into that thing where you're like, okay, you know, uh, I'm bored, like this is the same stuff over, but I'm in a panel room, I'm just going to sit here, whatever. Right. So the interactive thing that I built was Respirator Senpai. Mm -hmm. And Respirator Senpai is a safety, <laughs> it's basically my safety respirator, which is a size medium, by the way, if anybody needs that measurement, because, yeah. Um, I mean, come on, respirators are hot and sexy to keep you respirator alive. respirator with anime eyes and little pink cheeks on it. So uh, the inside joke, if you come to my panels, is like Respirator Senpai will be your very best friend, sweetest, most uwu. He's your Respirator Senpai. And so I just, I use him as a visual tool to get people excited and giggly, like school children, about the fact that there's a safety mechanism with giant anime uwu eyes on it, making googly eyes at you. Um, but apparently... Uh, it it is the dark horse that apparently got like it got as much virality as a as an emoji kind of character can get at an online convention. Mm. Um, we also caused the mods to create the Bob Ross command. Uh. So if you were using that throughout the Zenkai Con uh, weekend, the Bob Ross command uh, started due to our panel's shenanigans and mostly to Mako-chan hyping in the chat because we almost broke the uh moderation bots and we got in trouble and stuff so i yeah. mean we didn't get in trouble but like we got told politely to stop <laughs> it, it got to a point that by friday i had to actually go and sub to the bob ross channel on twitch just so i had the emotes happy little <laughs> trees happy little con goers happy con goers what conventions have you been to lately <laughs> um, actually, the pony conventions, you'll find happy little con-goers. Okay, mm -hmm. regular anime conventions, you'll you'll need, uh, friggin' Gordon Ramsay there, you know? I would pay good money to see somebody cosplay Gordon Ramsay to kick off a masquerade. I, I would. I really would. That would be amazing. But, um, my weekend day is the same as it's always been sit here, I watch TV, I go to therapy, virtually, I go out and pick up groceries and dinner, pick up my packages, and that's basically is it. I finally got a package for something I needed for my computer today, and I'll probably be working on it tonight or tomorrow, depends on how I feel. So, But that's basically has been my week and day. Um, let's see... Moving right along to housekeeping here. Oh, he's hold on. Um, let's see. Don't forget, we're now uploading our episodes to um. Oh. YouTube. Yeah, to YouTube, so it does work. Okay, I have to fix that. Um, you, they, there you go. Um, we were all right. So. The last, I would say, eight or so episodes are up, and they will be up basically 24 to 48 hours after they are on Twitch. Um, our Sunday special episode, it will be going, it will be available tomorrow, 
And I believe tonight's episode will be available on Thursday, so definitely check that out. It's over at uh, youtube.com slash uh, Anime Jam Session, and you'll see a little playlist called VOD, Podcast VODs. Just click on that, and all the episodes are there. Um, another thing I want to point out, I'm probably going to put this in our little bot to keep things up to date. Um, on our Facebook page, there is a pinned topic about uh, Asian American Pacific Islander resources. We strongly encourage you to swing by, check that out, and read up on it on how you can help, you know, with the community and understand things from a different point of view. This is up there in regards to the terrible shooting that happened last weekend, and basically... As, as you can see on our page on our page up here, Black Lives Matter. Asian lives matter too. Everybody lives matter, but we gotta we gotta get the stupidity out. That's what we gotta do. We have to get the stupidity out and work together. And we can do this. And that's all I'm going to say about that because it'll go into more stuff. I'd rather not. Okay. We'll do rarely even more than we usually do. Yes. So Next up on the show is Geek Roundtable. This is where we talk about some of the more geek gear things we've been working on throughout the week. We kind of want to share things off. All right. And uh, if it'll go, there we go. If you, What you have to share with, for us this week on Ari? Uh, like I said last week about all my different various attempts at hmm. squirreling money away to, to save it so I don't spend it. This is what I've been uh, doing lately with the actual hmm. physical cash. Well, that's good. It's a... Uh, I, I got the, the idea from uh, Facebook. It's uh, supposed to be $1 every week, but I decided to bump it up to 2 so I'd have twice as much at the end. This is where mm -hmm. I'm at. Oh, wait, hang on. There we go. I put in the uh, required money earlier today, and now it's uh, where it should be. I know it's not the uh, most efficient thing to do, but you know, as long as it keeps me from you know, spending it on stupid shit with, that I could use my, my card on. No, I totally get that. I, I just basically, you know, for as long as I can remember, I just put $25 into a savings and just let it roll. And then I had like a secondary savings account I was putting money into. One was for long term. One was a short term emergency rollover. But because of how things are going for me financially, I, I closed out the second account and I just... Let it just let it build up, you know. I still have my stash for that too. Oh, definitely. I still I still have mine too, so you know. But, it you know, I I just keep that you know, and well, we'll get into that another time and all that cool stuff. So, ah. Uh, Makochan, you never cease to amaze us with your interesting geek roundtables. Well, I I wanted to show off because this past weekend for the Zenkai Kun stream, I was actually on stream. Yep. And I was wearing the wonderful uh, beanie hat that I got from the ladies at uh, Starlight Creations during one of their... Uh, swag bags uh, way back when um, when they did a Steven Universe one mm. so this is actually a beanie for Garnet and well I didn't just want to put the beanie there and show that off so I figured I have enough plushies that I can shove this 
onto somebody's head and uh, bats just happen to be uh, particularly close with a big enough head that this would fit on. So you have Bats Naru wearing a Steven Universe beanie. Mm-hmm. And yes, Bats Naru is my favorite of the Sanrio characters. Um, and yes, he he beats out my wonderful angry red panda. <laughs> as much as as much as I love Agretzko and the character of Retzko. Um, Bats is still my favorite. And then while you're sleeping, Gretzko is standing over over your over your bed with a you know with the um with a knife in one hand and a karaoke mic in the other, ready to either sing or kill you because she got demoted to number two. Tell she us happens a- to be next to me as well. <laughs> Go on, tell us exactly how you feel. <laughs> she happens to be standing next to me as well, so. Mm, fair enough. Yes, yeah, sometimes I am five, but I don't care. I like my plushies. Cool. Ichigo, what do you have for our Geek Frown table? I actually have two things today, mm-hmm. kind of, I guess, to make up for the times that I don't really have anything. I just overload you guys with stuff. <laughs> but back in the day, I used to be really into pearler beads and stuff like that. I still have thousands of them. They're also called Hama beads if you are buying them in Japan and stuff like that. But uh, I used to be also very into Vocaloid. Uh, if you want to let me know in chat who your favorite is from the original gen or gen 2 or up to gen 4, I ship Luca X Gakpo. You can't change my mind. So um, I love Luca, and so I made a perler bead of her. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it. We'll see if my chroma... No, I see it. I see it. something really weird. Um, okay, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I can kind of see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's just yeah, a chroma I see it. Bead. It looks neat. Yeah, and so I used to make those all the time. I used to do the mm. whole, like, sprites and stuff like that. It used to be kind of fun. Oh, those and then, are, those um, are cool. I also have this lovely thing that I'm going to add some beading to, but it was inherited from a friend who was kind of cleaning out their craft room and all their other stuff. And they thought of me when they found this in their collection and they uh, shipped it to me. So it is another lovely piece of art to add to my collection. So I'm very happy and appreciate this. Um, It was from the amazing Mistress of Trove Costumes, which Mm -hmm. if you've never checked them out before, you should definitely do so. It is a great website to sell or rent out your costumes, so I would definitely check them out. Didn't you say? Um, what did you say it was Trove.com yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, th- I shared Trove, it in the yeah. chat. Trove costumes. Yeah, I, I've heard of that. Yep, I've heard of that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. were at a few different conventions doing tables and stuff. It was really, really cool. But it's run. It's like a one-woman show, and she runs everything in the back end, and she's just an awesome person. So. Mm. Cool. All right. Um. My uh, my geek roundtable. I I have I've come into some interesting geeky stuff, and it doesn't help the fact that I just ordered two more um, anime figurines because I got them for like forty dollars with shipping out of Japan. But that's a story for another time. But my friend Liam, he sometimes surprises me with stuff, and I think it's also his wife Heather who kind of encourages him. So a couple of weeks ago might have been closer to a month ago. I get a package from Japan. I'm just like, what's this? 
I don't remember ordering anything. So I open it up and they're paper folders. But not ordinary paper folders. These are all paper folders from the anime Bang Dream. More like the anime green screen. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I was going to say, maybe put it in front of your chest, because that will help um, to mitigate. Yeah, there we go. There I we can go. see them a little bit better now. Yeah, unfortunately, Skype's green screen uh, capabilities are a little bit funky doodle. So if you're not <laughs> directly in front of something... Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if a regular green screen is just as bad, but, you know, it's AI technology, so, you know... I mean, I could buy a green screen, you know? I could, but I don't know where i put it, you know? Behind so, you? There is one um, that actually is a round one that attaches just, to... I've seen those. ...the chair that you can actually just wrap up and put back into a little bag. Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking about one of them, but then I'm like, I don't go on stream anyway, so it doesn't matter. So yeah, these are all of them. I actually have a couple of Love Live ones up on the up on the shelf. And as uh, Bob Coffee says, uh, he likes the Yukina one. And be perfectly honest, I like that one too. I think she's become my favorite girl from from Bang Dream. But I like the group Rosalia as a whole. So I'll put those back up later. So now that we got all of that out of the way, we're going to kick things off with tonight's stories. And and speaking of, we were talking fandoms earlier today. So, you know, we're, I try to pair stories with people's fandoms the best of my abilities. And I kind of wanted to give this one to Mako, but there's another story that I think at, at, that holds a higher value in her heart with fandoms. So I gave that to her. So... Ari, let's talk about something that we that most fans like to do. Talk smack about Yamcha. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so uh apparently according to data books, Yamcha's birthday is March twentieth. Mm -hmm. Which it was earlier this week, obviously. And uh <clears throat> on the uh, oh, where was it? Ah, I lost myself. On Viz's uh official Twitter, they brought up the they celebrate a happy birthday in one of the most brutal ways possible. They bring up the moment that is perhaps his most famous action across the entire franchise, where he, where he died at the hands of an alien suicide bomber. <clears throat> and yeah, if you know Yam Chapos, it's been memed to hell and back, you know, throughout, you know, nerds of all, nerds, geeks of all types along all fandoms. Uh, for those not to know, Yamcha is one of the earliest characters in, introduced in the franchise, having appeared alongside Goku and Bulma in the early days of the Dragon Ball series, encountering them on their quest to collect the Dragon Balls and make a witch to the Eternal Dragon. Over the years, Yamcha slipped in terms of fighting ability, deciding he couldn't compete with the likes of Super Saiyan, Zemeckians, and other alien beings, instead using abilities to become a baseball star. In recent episodes of Dragon Ball Super, the skills of the ball player put to the test, he joined the skirmish on the field between universes seven and six. And so it's Viz Media gives us a little tweet that says, Happy birthday to our sleepy friend <laughs> Good God. Okay. That well, what, what people forget about is that 
people like Goku and Vegeta are as far above Yamcha as Yamcha is above ordinary people. Like, yeah, you like you mock guys like Yamcha and Krillin and Tien as being being the original Suicide Squad or whatever, but they can easily beat the shit out of millions of us. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and again, you know, this is something that you know Team Force are addressed in their uh, Dragon Shorts, you know, little side stories after the events of uh, the Cell games. Right. Like one of the ones was uh, 18 and Krillin going out on a date, and uh, the smarmy uh, waitress starts hitting on 18 in front of Krillin, and uh, you know, Krillin starts taking exception, to it and he tells him to uh, apologize. He's like, "Oh, what are you gonna do, shrimp? Headbutt me in the j-? and he just casually punches the table and shatters it, and it just freaks the guy out. Mm-hmm. And there was a Yamcha-focused one where uh, he got to retire from baseball at the height of his career because he was making so much goddamn money from hitting, you know, 500 straight home runs. And and as uh, Ron before twenty one says in our chat here at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam session, Yamcha let his fighting ability go completely. He does nothing at all. I mean, you got which is legit because all the other Z warriors when they end up dead, what do they do? They find a way to train. Yamcha didn't do a damn thing. So, well, he did when he was with with uh, King Kai and all. That, that time, yeah, but his skills aren't as high as they should be, so, you know. That's that's what happens when you have a lot of characters and uh, the focus gets shifted to, to fewer and fewer people and everyone else just gets pushed into the background. Mm-hmm. And and one thing, I'll, I'll just put this out here real quick and then we'll move on to our next story. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I had seen someone share an image of, of the Yamcha cr- crumpled up death. But it wasn't pose. Pose. It wasn't Yamcha. It was the Miz, and big <laughs> and uh, not big, no. Uh, Bobby Lashley standing there holding the belt. I was, I was not happy with that because I'm like, the man had the belt for two weeks and this happens. Yeah, that's who, what happens when they devalue the belts. Who booked this shit? Everybody's talking about how the everything is united. You know, like. Uh, Bobby's paid his Bobby's paid his dues, but this wasn't it. And then, like, what a week later, the rest of the hurt business lose the tag belt. Hey, what goes around comes around. I say. Anywho, moving right along. Um, this story is a bit of a sad one. Um, Ichigo, if you, if you could. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mentioned it on Sunday. Um, unfortunately, the. Urasai, Yatsura, Slayers, Creamy Mammy, and Sailor Moon, as, many, as well as many other fandoms, lost quite a treasure as voice actor Masahiro Anzai passed away. Um, he was born in 1954 in Tokyo, and he joined the Genkigan Theater Echo Group in 1976. He played the role of many a character, but primarily Ryunosuke's father in various Urusai Yatsura anime, mm. as well as Majaho in Royal Space Force, The Wings of Honames, uh, Rhett Butler of Bakin in Sailor Moon, Midori Kisarage in Magical Angel Creamy Mammy, Rossi in Romeo and the Black Brothers, Naboro in Zillion Burning Night, Chashu in Wild Seven, and Philonel, was it Philonel? El D Saloon in The Slayers. He also voiced Castella Dashan- Danshaiku in Sorek 
Soreke Anpanman and Gochinko in Mahojin Guru Guru and Butch in Yaraman. Uh, he also voiced the role of Nelson in The Simpsons. Wow. Uh, and Anzai also performed in stage plays, including Aman Miyamoto's Anything Goes musical. Um, so it's really sad that we lost a talent like this. Um, I, you know, I hope that he found peace and that uh, the fandom can appreciate him or has, like, shown, I guess, their appreciation for his work and everything. So... It's really sad that we're losing voice actors now that a lot of us have grown up with. So, you know, we, we hope the best for their families. And it's really, it sucks to lose these lovely, talented and skilled, very skilled folks that, that take on these jobs and bring life to so many characters that mm -hmm. become nostalgia for a lot of us. So true. So true. Now to bring these back from a sad to a happy point of view... Mako. Oh, it's my turn? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. So, uh, production on Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is officially underway. Last month, the official logo and title for the new movie sequel was unveiled, and it is just, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um... But uh, it was announced that uh, with everything together, that the production on the second movie has fully begun. Um, the logo is uh, basically this, the title, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The 2 has Tails' tails in it. Um, and the uh, C in Sonic has what I'm assuming is Robotnik's mustache. No, that's a that's the silhouette of his quills. Yeah. Uh, Just like from the first logo. Okay, because it, it looks very weird if that's just his quills. Like you would it, assume like a, that it would be rounded a little bit more, and yeah, it's, it's just like a straight head profile. Okay, it still looks weird, and I, it can go uh, for both. It it looks more like the mustache, like half of a mustache from what I see mm -hmm. because it just looks weird that it, it would be his quills without a head. Cause it's like just the way it's laying. Anyway, uh, the logo is situated on a, uh, director's chair. And, uh, so the production started on March 15th and it is scheduled to open in theaters on April 8th of 2022. And I'm excited because yay tales. And so while production, hmm? production is moving along pretty quickly, then right? Um, well, a lot of the production is basically um, them having to animate the characters, so they they really only have the one or two, you know the one or two humans in a scene, and then the rest is all animated. So they can do that at the same time as the actual recording of the human characters. So production is roaming around at the speed of sound. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, so uh, not only are we getting tails, we uh, are supposedly also getting knuckles. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy Tails and Knuckles just as much as I enjoy Sonic, so I'm freaking excited. 
Yeah. And Can I'm I just say I like all of the characters except Amy in the series? I like Amy. Amy can just jump off of a cliff and I would be <laughs> perfectly happy. Are you talking about like the, her version from uh, Sonic CD? No, she's talking about Amy from Sonic X. That version. Hmm. Well, any Sonic version of Amy. She's just annoying and... I get it, you know, I really do, but she, she, she can the dive from, off of a short pier. The version from Sonic Boom, the, the series, is actually pretty funny. It's not a question of funny, it's a question of annoyance, and I much prefer Sonic with Sally. That's an alternate timeline, so that's not I going to happen. I don't care. And now I that that timeline is over, can it does off a cliff. And as Sia Tiberi says, they should bring back Princess Sally. I mean, yes, at the end of Sonic Saturday morning, they shared a kiss. I, I thought it was great. I enjoy it, but all and good things come to an end. Ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Because they didn't want to pony up for a third season. What? Of Which Sonic. Why, uh, Sonic, Sonic Saturday morning at... Uh, mm-hmm. Had a had a wasn't a blah, 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 blah. that's why Sonic Saturday morning uh, ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, they didn't, um, they didn't want to pony up for a third season. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a bunch of fans out there that are slowly working on doing it themselves. I'm like, y'all, y'all go on with your bad selves. Well, it's not unheard of, and it's not like mm-hmm. it would be difficult for a different country to take it over. Um, they did it for Sonic X. Yeah, but one of the main guys that was spearheading the original Saturday morning series passed away about ten years ago, give or take. Uh, yeah, I think so. But still, I mean, if it's popular enough and people demand it, somebody else will take it over. Yeah, but then they have to go through Archie Comics, and Archie's like, no, we, no, then, you know. I think if it was proposed correctly, yeah. Archie would be okay with it. Yeah, and then that would probably piss off IDW, which is currently holding the license for a Sonic comic. You know, it, somebody will get pissed off either or, so either way. So, well, but if that's what it takes on, it to get a third season, then the I'm all go. for it. You know, it depends on where they would have the money go. With the movies coming out, with the live action movies coming out, and the growing popularity of Sonic besides our geekdoms, um, they could potentially propose a reboot with a continuation. If the money is there. Because, I mean, that's what it comes down to is money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And as Sia Tiberi says, gritty CW Sonic reboot? Not really, but we are getting a gritty CW reboot of the Powerpuff Girls, and I am not looking forward to that. A what reboot? What did you say? They are doing a reboot of Powerpuff Girls Live as action. adults. Yes. Oh, God, that. Basically, Whatever. they've forgotten who they were, so they have to rem- I was like, no, no, no. Burned you rebooted Charmed, and that's, that's fledgling along. Stop. Just stop. Expand your Arrowverse and call it a day. Leave it at that. 
I don't even know why it's called Arrowverse when Arrow isn't even a part of it anymore. Wasn't Arrow the first series to kick it off? Technically, but when there's no more Arrow or characters from Arrow, how can you continue to call call it Arrowverse? You might as well call it DCTV at that point. And that makes the most amount of sense. They should just call it... DCTV sounds like some, like, weird... Uh, vaguely, like, especially specific, you know, you know, UHF television station that discusses comic No, books. but here, here's... Santa I, Berry, seriously, Powerpuff Girls meets Walker, Texas Ranger, no. Just no. <laughs> it's, it's, it already is hard enough for me to watch Walker and not go... That's Sam Winchester. Can we not start screwing up and combining more stuff? The hell with your, the hell with your Sam Winchester. I was thinking, um, the original Walker Texas Ranger. Okay, <laughs> that's what came to mind for me. <laughs> yeah, l- let's not do that either. <laughs> Although, not for nothing. Buttercup would probably get along really, really well with the original Walker. True. And how sad is that? Mm. Anyway, continuing on to something other than people screwing with my fandoms. Yeah, let's talk about what's going on over in the wonderful world of Crunchyroll. Which is why it pays to have more than one stream, have more than one streaming service. And if you can't subscribe to one, you always got a friend that has one. You can always trade logins, you know. Basically, what's what's going on is that Love Live, along with a few other titles, are leaving um, the, uh, the the streaming service. So, basically, the second season of Love Live, I have a feeling the first season's already gone. Yep, it, it it's already gone. Uh, five centimeters per second, Voices of a Distant Star, The Place Promised in Our Early Days, and six Ultraman series. Ultraman Gaia, Geed, Gingus, Nexus, Orb, and X. I am going to assume this is due to contract obligations, which is why they're expiring. Um, I have a feeling that Funimation may will probably end up picking up the Love Live uh, uh, license since they do have Sunshine and Nijigasaki on there, so... And if not, you can still get the box set Blu-rays on Amazon at a reasonable price. So. Yeah, I need to finally pick up Love Live. But yeah, the Ultraman, I'm pretty sure everybody is starting to lose the license for that. Which is why I'm not surprised it? that that's one of the ones who, coming off. Who owns what? The uh, Ultraman license. I like, I think it goes back to uh, Toho or Toei, who, you know... Because remember, 99% of the stuff that's on Crunchyroll is subtitled. If it's dubbed, this is part of their joint venture with Funimation. And I believe it's part of the reason why uh, Season 2 of ReZero is being dubbed. Even though that joint venture was over, but the dub was so good. I mean, how can you not dub Season... How can you dub Season 1 and not Season 2? Super Raya and... Uh... Toei, yeah, it's it was one of them, yeah. Yeah, I got I got season I got sunshine sitting in my inbox in my cart. I'm just like, 
I just have to just pull the trigger and just buy it, you know? Yeah, let's see. Season 2 Blu-ray is like $60. Uh, the movie is $60. So, Mako, if you want to watch it, you can always borrow my copies. What? Of Love Live. Yeah, because I should probably not be spending a whole crap ton of money right now. <laughs> Plus, the School Idol movie is par- is on is on Prime Video, so at least that's that. Yeah, I there's I for some reason think that I missed watching something for Love Live, but it might have been don't... the movie. No, I think I remember watching the movies. Was there a movie for Sunshine? Yeah, there is a movie for Sunshine. Maybe that's what I ended up not watching. Because I, because remember, both movies were in the theaters, so you know. And I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. I saw. I know. I saw the movie for. Uh, Aqua. I don't remember seeing the movie for. I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got the next one, right? Yep. So, anime meets horse racing in another buck wild event. <laughs> the Japan Racing Association prepared to hit the track for its spring races, but it's not going alone. Once again, it's teaming up with some of our favorite anime to present an enhanced <clears throat> and likely super entertaining experience race for racing fans. Hanshin Racecourse's upcoming series of spring GI races will each be partnered with a title in an overarching program called the Hanshin Racecourse Spring GI Strongest Collaboration Series. Jeez, that's a mouthful. Mm. Kicking out the event on March 29th and leading up to the Osaka Cup on April 4th will be a crossover with the comedians from talent, talent agency Yoshimoto Kogyo. And, oh my god, what is this first image with all their super deformed heads? Uh, it's not nothing in- new I've seen before, you know. It's just, I was not expecting that. Uh, starting April 5th and running for one week, the Oka show will cross over with the Rose of Versailles. The collab titled The Sakura of Versailles being teased as the story of Lady Oscar slipping forward to the Reiwa era to participate in a race. The Oka show itself takes place on April 11th. And on April 19th, running for two weeks, JRA and Attack on Titan will cross over to celebrate the show's final season and the spring Tenno show. A titled Attack on Han Shin RC. The collab will feature the survey court traveling across the sea to witness the event. Little is known about any of the events so far, but previous JRA collabs were pretty spectacular. 2018's Gikigi no Kitaro crossover includes survival and dress up games. 2019's Gundam collab brought in voice actors from across the series' history and narrate PVs. And the Pop Team Epic crossover featured an avatar maker that unlocked a fresh new episode of the series when it hit 1 million participants. Now, what's interesting about this is that about a couple of weeks ago, I was on I was on YouTube and I had came across like a video about, you know, basically um, NASCAR esque racing in Japan, and it comes to find out there is a maid team that actually owns one of the cars. I didn't complete the whole video, but I just thought it was kind of cool because that kind of reminds me of that. It's kind of interesting. I'm guessing all the frills on the side of the car kind of produce drag, so they don't <laughs> do that anymore. No, there were no frills, but it was their faces on there, you know, and I thought that was kind of cool. 
I may have to post a link to that on our um, Facebook page um, later this week. But, um... This is something I threw in at the last minute, and you know I'll sh I'll try to share photos in our on our stream here. But we're talking about Super Nintendo World, and I have been watching a couple of the videos on YouTube because people been able to go in early for the soft opening, and I've been watching videos of people checking out the rides and stuff, and it looks really awesome, and I cannot wait until Universal opens up Super Nintendo World here in Florida and California. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I think 2024 is when it's slated to open here. Uh, twenty. I think 2022 for California and 2025 for Florida. Oh, Jesus. okay. It's COVID. That's the main reason. And yeah, I know, but still. I mean. Also, one of the uh, little Mario-themed treats here. Is that a taco shaped like Mario's hat? It's not a taco. A taco holder. I, uh, I it's think like it's actually a... dessert. Dessert. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. From, if I'm looking at this correctly, mm -hmm. it looks like it's probably like a strawberry shortcake kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, now that you bring it up. Yeah, I, I like the whole front of how uh, it looks. It, I just love, it's so Super Mario World-esque. I'm just like, I couldn't. they couldn't have done a better layout, you know? And, alright, let me post a picture of the... Of the treat holder, so y'all can take, so y'all can see. There so we you go. You don't think I'm crazy? No. Well, well, you probably do, but it doesn't have anything to do with that. We're all a little bit crazy here and there. Yes, yeah, it it does sound delicious, and it looks delicious too. But all of that Mario merch. I mean, Luigi deserves a little more love than just hats. Just saying. Yeah, there's some minimalist things with the Luigi colors on there floating around. Mm -hmm. I do know when it opens up and I make it down there, I'm probably going to walk around as um, Captain N. So see how many people catch that. <laughs> and then maybe the next day I'll run around as Luigi. Because at least at Universal, they fully embrace cosplaying and stuff like that. I mean, this looks really awesome. Like, in one of the descriptions here, when you go through Bowser's Castle, you get, like, a, a VR headset to wear. So so you get to see things a little bit more on a virtual level. It's really awesome. And I think one of the other rides, um, you, get, you wear that too, so. And I know... We have been talking about this on the show, like, for weeks and weeks, you know, they've kept delaying the opening because of the state of emergency, and out of the state of emergency in Tokyo has been lifted, they were able to have the grand opening. Definitely, yeah, it, it looks like it's going over really well, though. It is. Yeah, it looks really fun, and just, you know, the, the detail that they put into it mm -hmm. is... All sorts of awesome. All right, and here's a picture from the Yoshi ride. 
in fact, I gotta turn it on. There we go. That's kind of cool. And I'm suddenly thinking of Super Mario World because depending on the color Yoshi that you have, you get that that Yoshi has that specific ability. And I was always trying to get the blue Yoshi because blue Yoshi could fly across the level, so you didn't even have to do it. Well, Blue Ocean can find no matter what kind of shell he had in his mouth. Yeah, but um, I do believe if you if you have the green Yoshi and you grab the blue shell, then you can have that yeah. flight ability. Yep. Yeah, any any uh, spit. Yoshi with a blue shell gives you flight. Yeah, and but if you have the blue Yoshi, when you spit the shell out, you spit fire. So that was kind of cool. Now, now it's just uh, the red Yoshi for any shell mm -hmm. or uh, just picking up a red shell in general with Yoshi. Any Yoshi. Yep. Now, here's an aerial view of the place, and I'm just like, it is, you can tell that is huge. You definitely get your steps in. <laughs> There's a lot of real estate you got to cover. Yeah, I, 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 I certainly can't wait. All right. I didn't even update the timeline. Let me do that real quick. And Yeah, I know that there are rumors that they will be expanding this whole thing into a donkey kong area yeah i heard yeah i heard about that so oh, I, I i feel sorry for the poor people who would have to work there and have to hear the dk rap hundreds of times a day that's even if they use a dk rap yeah i don't see them using that no i see them using just the 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 little noises from the games if anything if anything now here's something i don't know if you may know but um nintendo new york when it was nintendo world if you went in you hear them playing a lot of music a lot of remixes they were playing all nintendo remixes from overclock remix so that was really cool so maybe Sweet. you will hear that in the halls of the theme park that will be kind of cool and yes, uh, VX8, uh, uh, Universal Studios, Super Nintendo World. Yep. And, and now that we got that out the way, you're here for the part of the show that it you really enjoy more than anything else, most likely. Meanwhile, in Japan. All right, so who's taking what uh, articles? I'm stepping back so y'all three can fight it out. <laughs> I'll take the second one. Mm -hmm. I'll take the first one then. Mm. Each you go. Yeah. Um. So Coca Cola's I new. I was taking this one. Oh, you're I saying think... this? You're taking this one? That's fine. I just, you know, wanted to make sure you were. She you know, she muted. She got, trust yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm it's good. I just, the, the first one was just because it had my fandom, obviously, like creamy mammy magical girls. So mm. like, <laughs> you know. It's okay. all good in the hood. Uh, so, uh, Coca-Cola's new Coke On subscription service makes Japanese vending machines a lot more fun to use. For a monthly fee, collect a daily drink from any Coke On eligible vending machine. So, <clears throat> there's all manners of flavors and clear variations on the drink, not to mention tea, sports drink, and cocktails licensed by the parent company. So daunting is a selection of Coca-Cola branded drinks, I might want to try and find a different one every day. But is that even feasible? Not anymore. Without spending an exorbitant amount, not anymore. Coca-Cola's official app, Coke On, is starting a subscription service 
that allows patrons to swipe their phone to the vending machine and receive a daily drink. The Coke On Pass is set to go live in mid-April with a cost of about 2,700 yen, or about $25 thereabouts per month. But if you sign up before May 31st, you can do so at half price, which is about 1350 yen. Considering a a classic can of Coke from Coke on eligible machines usually runs about 120 yen, it's a great offer for daily drinkers. Buying one each day without the subscription costs 3600 yen per month, compared to less than half of that promotional price. There's a sizable savings, and of course, classic Coke isn't the only product on offer here. Mm. They also offer a variety of alternatives from Yoha's bottled water to their Ayat Ayataka branded green tea, canned coffee, sports drinks, anything, you know, that's a division of Coca-Cola. You know, Japanese answers are like, eh, seems good if you have a vending machine near your work or home. It's like, not all you can drink? Pass. Not complaining about 1350 I'll use it at that price. Not feeling the savings at 2700 yen, just the pressure to drink every day. Mm. So, yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag, but I can see where people are coming from with, uh, you know, if you know they, they stop by the same, do they drink a lot of soda every day, which you probably shouldn't, and, uh, you know, they walk by the, like, like there's a vending machine nearby that, like, you know, it's, participates in this, and you just, it's like a daily quest in real life. Yeah, but I, but also remember, um, Coke also has other things like they have teas they probably have like flavored water and seltzer water in japan is very popular so you can always drink one of those once a day so that's not bad i mean honestly i think they would do a better i think if it was like maybe like two thousand yen a month i think that would be a better deal you know that i that personally i wouldn't have a problem with subscribing with but the fact that i can just walk up and just like tap and because I have a subscription, I can just grab a soda of my choice. Perfect, you know? You know what, what that, this reminds me of? What? It reminds me of this like one skit on the Colbert Report from way back when. when mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about uh, something that has to do with a, a gigantic uh, Snickers bar that's like fed through, like, it's just fed through your window. He said, you don't pay for, like, you don't buy it at the store, you get a subscription. And Colbert <laughs> could, stop, like, could barely keep himself from laughing. That's just the first thing that reminded me of. I could go for a subscription for, for some chocolate right now or some candy, you know. I have like a half a Hershey's in my freezer right now. <laughs> okay, this now- makes me miss Godiva's one free truffle every month. Aren't they closing down Godiva? That's why I said I miss it. Mm. There will be no more stores. Tear. Very much. All companies going under? No, um, they're just not going to have actual retail stores. It makes me wonder, though, if they'll actually still have the outlet store. Since it's an outlet and not an actual retail store in the mall. Mm. I gotcha. But they're doing more, I guess, deliveries online, which is weird because now you're coming up to summer and it's going to be really difficult to ship chocolate. It depends how, depends on how they do it, you know. 
Yeah, but I mean, you can get the Godiva bars just about everywhere now. Even the truffles they sell, you know, some of the flavors in stores. You can go into, you know, CVS and get some of it. That reminds me, I went into Rite Aid today to pick up my medication. Actually, no, this was yesterday. I went to go drop off my medication. I saw bottles of vanilla Coke on the shelf. And I can't remember the last time I saw vanilla Coke. Mind you, I just wanted a root beer. And I couldn't find the root beer, but there were two rows of vanilla Coke. And I guarantee you, if I go if I go back in a week later, it'll be gone. And I won't see it again for another six to seven months. I actually missed it. Yeah, well, nobody cares Coke. about vanilla Coke. Say what? You heard me. No, actually, I, I said did. nobody cares about vanilla Coke. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, not for nothing. You're not wrong because Pepsi Vanilla was so much better, but you know. I want Crystal Pepsi back right now. And the, as long as they uh, give us back the uh, SNL skit Crystal Gravy. I probably should not mention that I still have one bottle of Crystal Pepsi. From way it's back flat. when? Well, from the last time they went on sale, which was about two years ago. It's flat as hell, and I only know that because I drank one of my other bottles. But, yeah, I have one bottle of Crystal Pepsi left. I You're going to have to drink, get rid of that, because after a certain time, it's just no good. It goes flat. It's full of sugar. It's not going to go horribly bad. It's just flat, so... It's going to be basically syrup. Then you just have to add ice and spread it out. Mm, no, I'll just add it to seltzer. Oh, that too. And as Sia DeBerry says, the best is diet cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. As it really, as that really just tastes, it feels like Dr. Pepper with no calories. I, I, yeah, I just, he's right. I just want I just want more cheer wine in stores. That's all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Were, best soda is cheer wine. Sorry. I mean, I remember they had. I remember Squirt. I mean, that was actually in stores for a while, and now it's just gone. Mm. Mm, it depends on the area. I know you can still find it in certain areas, just like you can still find Surge in certain areas. I, I thought Surge was just on... You can only get it through Amazon. No, occasionally you can actually find it out there. I mean, most of the sodas that are out there, they do limited runs every mm. so often. Um, I know Surge is one of those. It's like, oh, look, they brought it back. And I'm thinking, that's the crap that I started drinking in, you know, right out of high school when I was hanging out with one of my friends and we would game like 24 seven and then so, I would, you know, crash horribly from it. Cause Surge was just high impact Mountain Dew. So, well, yeah, it tasted exactly like that. I mean, I, I think the, the bad part was when I started mixing it with Jack Daniels. <laughs> Raise your hand. If you're not surprised by this. What? Mountain Dew and Jack are awesome together. I prefer that so much more than, you know, Pepsi or Coke. Well, I, well, it's, you know, I sometimes see ginger beer floating around here. I'll send you a picture the next time I see it. Okay. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I have brands that I like. Mm -hmm. I've tried most of the general purpose brands that are out there. 
Um, in when I was going to high school in the Northern Neck, um, it's a, an area out here. Mm-hmm. There was a Coca-Cola factory that was literally right up the street from me, and they only made this ginger ale in that Coca-Cola factory. Um, they didn't make it anywhere else. They didn't do anything else with it. They just literally sold it in this area of this state. And so um, it is literally doesn't exist anymore. I don't think I was able to get any of the last time I was down there. So it was really, really good mm-hmm. because it was spicy. And I have a ginger tea. Actually, I'm drinking the ginger tea right now, which basically is a ginger jam. So it's super spicy and it's really good. Mm. Um, and I could just get seltzer water and mix it in with that, but I haven't tried it yet. Gotcha. <laughs> so I might try that in the future. But yeah, no, that's that's really like the only soda I really mess with now. Every now and then I'll have a Coke or I'll have like a Coke with stuff to mix in or something. Mm-hmm. But I was going to joke with you out of beer that I like the orange cream vanilla cherry bourbon coke like i was just gonna control <laughs> about it so it's all good um yeah. but yeah i don't i don't really drink a lot of soda anymore um mm-hmm. i tend to save up my sugar i guess like sugar points for chocolate and then even then i have to cook everything junk food from scratch because i try not to keep it in the house because i have low willpower <laughs> that's all of us and, I, and like i said i the only times i really drink soda is like tuesday nights with my dinner and if I'm mixing it with alcohol. Other than that, I drink a lot of teas and and like flavored seltzers. But um, mo- moving right along. Oh God. Moving right along. Wait. If you were going to the Tokyo Olympics, mm-hmm. no, you're not. Oh well. Uh, basically, they have announced that uh, they will not be allowing spectators from overseas into the Tokyo Olympic Games. Um, They will not be admitted to the Olympic competition venues, and they will not be allowed to uh, be in the venues for opening and closing ceremonies. Uh, This was reached jointly by the Tokyo Olympic Organization Committee, the IOC, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government, and the Japanese National Government, mainly because, uh, hello, COVID. Mm -hmm. So they are attempting to limit the amount of foreigners in the country for the potential spread of COVID. Um, Basically, the committee stated it is truly unfortunate that spectator from the spectators from overseas will not be admitted. But this is a resolution that was reached in order to hold the games in a way that is safe and secure for the competing athletes and the people of Japan. The fact that they're announcing this. Uh, is leaning towards them actually being able to have the games at all, which at this point is an amazing thing considering everything going on. So uh, the people of Japan, um, meaning the residents of Japan, not necessarily Japanese citizens, they will not be barred from attending the Tokyo Olympic events. Anybody outside of that will be barred. They will start sending out information on how to uh, be able to get your money back for those that had tickets. Um, This is also going to be affecting the Tokyo Paralympics. So again, they're just going to be looking at having the competitors come in from overseas with um, appropriate, I guess... Uh, 
appropriate safety measures. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coaches and possibly one or two family members per competitor, but even that um, they have not announced right now. Um, so right now, basically, if you were planning on going, if you had tickets to go, they will be contacting you because that is not going to be happening. I feel horrible because that's just more money that Tokyo is losing. Yeah. Um, and the whole and thing the with the Olympics... Are a huge, uh... You know, money pit as it is anyway. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the Olympics is that they give you a set budget, but with everybody competing to beat the previous opening ceremonies, closing ceremonies, um, everything that goes into it, um, everything has to be brand new. So 99% of everything that is put together for the Olympics is new. They build new facilities. They build new racetracks. You know, everything has to be built, and that comes down on the city that it's in. Um, even, you know, going back to the Olympics that happened in Greece, um, they were in debt because of that for over 10 years after the Olympic Games. And that's with people actually coming to the city and paying for rooms and paying for food and paying for merch. Now, Tokyo has had to not only postpone this for a year and lose that money. Now they can't even get the foreigners in to actually buy anything. They're going to be losing the money that they would have made with the sale of tickets. Mm -hmm. They're going to be losing the money that they were looking to bring into the surrounding cities with, you know, souvenirs and merch and, you know, people just going out and having fun during the games. Um, This also means that the competitors, when they come in, um, you know, you always hear the stories of the competitors going out and having fun. They're not going to be able to do that stuff because they're going to be forced to quarantine. Yep. So they're going to come in, they're going to get stuck in the Olympic villages, whether or not they're stuck in their room or stuck with their team or whatever, you know, again, that's all up in the air, but they're not even going to have the ability to get money from the people actually participating in the games because of everything going on, which ultimately really, really sucks. Yeah. Tokyo's going to be hit pretty hard by this financially. Yeah. I, and uh, I'm fairly certain this is uh, part of like part of Akira as well. You know, yeah, the, the miserable state the city is in uh, during that movie. It is what it is. And now, our last story here. Which is kind of cool. I like this. Ichigo, please explain. Well, uh, we are two points from Cyberpunk 2077 at midnight. Um, Only not so, as glitchy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hopefully not as glitchy. Um, S-Ride, taxi cars in Tokyo will soon become moving and galleries with new advanced window tech. Rather than Fast and the Furious, taxi passengers will be fast and hopefully more curious. <sighs> about the latest goods and services offered in the local area. 
Public transportation isn't just a way to get people from point A to B. It also provides opportunities for various companies and organizations to promote their goods and services to a uh, captive audience. I mean, diverse audience in Japan. <laughs> uh, it's very common to see paper as well as digital advertisements on trains, whether hanging from the ceiling or paneled alongside the train's car wall. Soon, advertisers will be able to branch out even further to promote products and businesses via taxi car windows, thanks to a new service offered by Japanese taxi-hailing app S-Ride. Titled the Tokyo Mobility Gallery Canvas, or Canvas for short, this new digital signage service jump-started by S-Ride will display advertisements on the rear door windows of taxi cars. Canvas will be the first of its kind in Japan and will provide an exciting novel way for businesses to promote themselves the main concept behind this is to a new tokyo as a gallery and s-ride taxis will be specifically outfitted with glassine glassine is a special glass produced by major japanese glass manufacturer agc which digitally projects realistic looking images when not displaying an advertisement i feel like it is the thermoreactive pigments that have been becoming very popular in a lot of recent productions yeah. but i'd have to check on that um, a lot of people have been building big computer rigs and stuff with them. It's it's a pretty cool uh, development in pl in uh, plastics and glass and stuff like that. Oh, okay. uh, it's transparent to the plain eye, but once the S-Ride taxi picks up its passenger, the installed glycine will change to reflect the advertisement. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Uh, the S-Ride app takes GPS data as well as the timing of the taxi request into consideration when placing these ads on the window for the customer. It's going to do its first uh, alpha testing in Tokyo with about 100 cars. And after this test, the company plans to steadily increase the number of taxis with this, um, hopefully to incorporate it in the future into all operating taxi cars. Uh, it's going to begin its first rollout June of this year. And folks who work in advertising are interested to learn about this can enroll in the service for info sessions that are taking place starting the end of this month. Uh, though we're still far from an advanced futuristic society envisioned by companies such as Mitsubishi, S-Ride's Canvas is just one more step of technological advancement in our digitally transforming society. And you can check out any more of their stuff there. They also have website information and uh, information on attending the uh, info sessions, if that's what you're into. <laughs> okay, I'll admit that the technology is actually, you know, does sound pretty awesome, but the fact that they're using it on ads... It's just, it just feels like a waste. I imagine like a conversation went like, oh, God, could, there, could they stick an ad on anywhere else? As a matter of fact, wait, no! Well, we're, we're the whole thing with that... We're getting closer to Futurama where they'll be broadcasting advertisements into our dreams. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing, though, is that a lot of this technology people want to be innovative with, but they don't have the money for it. So the companies that are out there are like, all right, we're going to give this, this innovative, you know, design and this innovative look and, you know, we're going to pay for it and be, wow, you know, everything's awesome. And that's when other people go, okay, well we can do that for cheaper. Hmm. And that's when you start getting home versions of stuff. I mean, look at, you know, the tech that's out there already and what was in commercials before it was in TV series. I mean, yes, it was horrible in commercials. And by that, I'm talking about, you know, CG and, 
that digital media. It was horrible in commercials. But when put into a media like TV or movies, that's when people were willing to spend more money on it and actually grow on that idea. And I think this is the same. I mean, it's going to start out as advertisement and then somebody's going to go, oh, hey, you know, we can make a TV like this and make it clear glass and it's going to be awesome and you just have to flip it on and we'll be able to watch TV and stream no, and not have exists. to worry about it. We're going to get it little TVs exists. that like roll up. Like, that, no, it like already exists. Literally, it already like exists. Um, let me see if I can pull up the... Let me see if I can pull up this. But uh, yeah, no, it already exists. Not surprise. Um, there's even a pair of YouTubers I watch um, that made a transparent PC. I think I, I've seen a couple other YouTubers do that, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it already exists. Like, uh, I I just imagine the whole situation of what's happening in our chat right now here at twitch.tv slash anime jam session of Ari and Siataviri talking about how it's going to be hacked for inappropriate content. And I feel like that's very true. Or, or um, to quote Rob Roberts, we're just seconds away from the holodeck. And it just comes down to TTT. Time to porn. That's basically what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, very true. Like, people don't want to fuck a hologram as it is now. Have you seen Rule 34 of Hololife? Let's Have characters? you seen virtual reality? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, like I... Second Life isn't playable on Twitch for a reason? Like, you guys, I, like, I don't think you guys understand how advanced we already somebody. are and how <laughs> cusped we are at the very edge of the precipice. Don't take people there. Just let's somebody see. actually tr- like one of the major news networks tried to uh, interview somebody on Second Life, their character on Second Life, and the community found out about it and stormed it with giant 3D dicks. Okay, Ichigo, were you trying to make a point or trying to approve? No, I was trying to make <laughs> a point. I was making a point. <laughs> This was disapproving grandmother Ichigo, you know. Why is it I can now picture Ichigo, both hands doing that, like, this is not how you do it. This is not how you wear your little leader. Come here, let, let grandma show you how it's done. I can, I can just no, see something like, like literally, that. I'm probably considered that now. I'm, I am an elder goth. I am an elder uh, EGL. You uh, have to take care of, you, take, you have to take care elder of little battlings. Woman of EGL. Yeah. All so, right. like, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm an elder Mado. You know, all the young maids come to me to get their bows all tightened and nice looking. So, yeah, no, I've been there. Yeah. I could just... <laughs> it it's, has it's, already occurred. I have well, already Well, I would say that I look forward to the ability to have an affordable, um, I guess, TV show glasses. You know, the, the TV glasses or internet glasses, or however... I mean, I know that they're out there right now, but they're super expensive, and they just are kind of crappy. But with the growing technology that this is going to force people into, um, I I look forward to being able to have my glasses be able to watch TV. Fair. TV. (laughs) You'll never know. (laughs) And on that note... Why do I wear sunglasses at night? <laughs> so I can. So I can. Um, Clandestinely I watch like porn in public. I actually For the record, that doesn't stop some people, okay? 
I'm not saying that I do that because I would watch that in the comfort of my own home. But there are others who will sit there on the subway and pull up the site and watch it on their phone and cop an attitude when somebody's looking over their shoulder. Or, look, that's your thing. That's your thing. I just... I feel like what's going to happen is it's going to move into like the microtransaction situation that like Crycut is trying to do right now with their stuff where they've mm. got like their tech and now they're just trying to to kick more money out of their out of their people like out of their customer base because they Has the customer base been milk dry enough as it is? Pretty much, yeah. Like and and so <laughs> I think it's funny that Seattle Beer is like QVC and cabs and you're like on a phone, but I imagine that this is what's going to happen in a lot of these other things. Or you're going to have to keep your your face plugged in for half the day just to have your glasses to watch whatever you want on them for the rest of the day. So, <laughs> well, See, I'm looking forward to not necessarily uh, visual media. I'm looking forward to being able to wear a pair of glasses and read my porn. <laughs> and you wonder why Mako-chan is smiling all day with her glasses on. Oh my gosh. What? You guys are so troublesome. I enjoy reading my porn. I mean, I guess you're going to be better about it than the guys who read the uh, the porn on Japanese trains in between office documents. You know? You'll be a little bit more stealth than that. Yeah. But, yeah. And you say we're terrible? What? Can we wrap this up, please? I, I think so. I've been trying to wrap it up for the last couple of minutes. Pun not intended. Ew. <laughs> Just ew. <laughs> so, if you like the show, tell a friend, they internal tell another friend, and so forth. We're independent podcasters, independent bloggers, and we do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We are here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com, where you'll not just find... I didn't mean to do that. Where you'll find our weekly podcast, anime reviews, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplayer uh, interviews editorials and links to our youtube page of convention coverage and our facebook page of cosplay photos definitely check that all out at animejamsession.com and don't forget you can take the show on the go with you there's over 490 episodes available to you if you use google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, whatever program you use for for fetching podcasts we're on there so check out some of our older episodes and you can also leave us reviews there too and we look forward to that and don't forget, follow us on our social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Check us check our, out there so you can see our convention coverage on for video, for photo, when we're going live, articles, and all that cool stuff. And we also appreciate the, the tips, the biddies, the cheers, everything. Right down below is links to our donation pages if you want to throw us a couple dollars. You ain't got to, but if you do, we appreciate it. And the money goes right back into the show. So we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I got to fold up my laundry, put it back in the closet, and uh, get ready to go to work tomorrow. Mm. 
Last words, Mako-chan. I am meeting up with friends on Saturday for the first time in forever, and I am so excited about Holy it. Holy crap. Last words, Ichigo. Well, I'm going to go to sleep, and hopefully wake up tomorrow well-rested. Otherwise, I'm just going to go back to sewing. See you guys next time. My last words, I have four buckets of four buckets of ice cream in my fridge. And I have YouTube videos to watch. You do the math. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, we appreciate it. Come through. Come hang out. And we'll see you next time. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. Great. And I'm Ichigo-kami. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you next week. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!